welcome to Mission in 5, the podcast, the show where we ask five simple questions to ministry practitioners to learn more about who they are and where they see God moving in their local communities. My name is Greg Mamula. I'm the Associate Executive Minister and Region Missionary for the American Baptist Churches of Nebraska. And every single week, I get to partner with churches and ministry practitioners. And I'm always amazed at the many and varied ways that God works in our individual communities and when multiple churches come together for mission and ministry. And so, that's the purpose of this podcast, to share with you the many things that God is doing and to meet some of the people participating in God's mission in Nebraska, across the country, and around the world. Well, thanks for tuning in to hear the latest episode of Mission in 5. Whether you are streaming this episode on Podbean or Spotify, iTunes, or even Google Play, thanks for tuning in. Would you take a moment to rate and review Mission in 5 so it's more easily found and can help us make the show better for other listeners? That'd be really helpful to us. Well, today our guest is Brian Sauter. He is the Connections Pastor at First Baptist Church in Norfolk, Nebraska. He's originally from Alta, Iowa, and a graduate of Morningside College in Sioux City, Iowa. Brian has served as pastoral staff in a few different churches in the area before coming to First Baptist Church Norfolk in April of 2019. Brian and his wife, Sherry, have one son named Liam. Brian and I had a great conversation centered around his callings as a connections pastor. He kind of explains exactly what that is. We also talked a little bit about how to um, conduct a successful social media campaign and create uh, cohesive um, connections between uh, their social media pages and their website and all their graphics and images so that uh, the church has a consistent message across all these platforms. And so when people see these colors and schemes and graphics and logos and fonts, they immediately connect those things to First Baptist Church in Norfolk. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Brian Sauter. Well, thanks for being on the show today, Brian. I appreciate you being here. It is my pleasure, Greg. Well, our format is easy enough. We ask five simple questions to ministry practitioners like yourself to learn more about uh, who you are and where you see God moving in your community. So let's jump right into the first question. Who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm uh, Pastor Brian Sauter. I serve as Connections Pastor at First Baptist in Norfolk, Nebraska. Um, I've been in the ministry since, uh, what was it, 08? No, 06. Um, started doing youth ministry. I've been doing that for about 12 years uh, and then shifted into a discipleship pastor role. Um, and then ended up here as a Connections Pastor. So just a brief ministry history. Uh, um, I've always been part of uh, church, grew up Church of Christ, yeah. um, and then did a lot of stuff in uh, the Evangelical Free Church, mm-hmm. uh, has been my primary ministry, and in the Midwest Iowa region. And then we just came from Winona, Minnesota, um, from a church there called Pleasant Valley. And so... And it's just, uh, I have a wife who is uh, amazing. Um, uh, we got married in 2010, and then we have a baby boy named Liam, and he is turning two tomorrow. Oh. So that's exciting. That's fine. Happy birthday to Liam. Yeah. Well, you sound like the perfect American Baptist because we come from all over the place. <laughs> a good portion of us have, have come from other uh, denominations. Oh, cool. So you are welcome here. All right. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about your call to First Baptist Church Norfolk. How did, how did you end up there um, from, from Winona? 
Yeah, so um, so I served as a discipleship pastor there for the last two years, and uh, um, during those two years, as my, my son was born, and so we were just like, man, we we really miss our family, mm-hmm. um, and and so we got to the point where we're just like, man, he's just he just turned one, and we're like, we didn't get to see really anybody the entire year, moms, dads, grandma and grandpas, you know, you know, brothers, really no yeah. one, and we're just like. Man, that, uh, we we don't want that life. We right. we really don't. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that we do enjoy is is doing house remodeling and house flipping. And so, okay, um, and that's something that we just got into early in our marriage and just kind of learn as you go. I've always been hands on type of person, but we never really thought about making it a career. Um, but that was one thing that was just like, hey, do we do we just push more into this because we do enjoy it? We are yeah. good at it. Um, and so can we find a ministry position that would allow us to uh, work only 32 hours a week so we can spend a couple of days on, on doing that and developing that type of business? Okay. And my wife also has a master's in fine art, and so she just loves the aesthetics and interior design stuff, and, and, and she wasn't really working. She was a, an art teacher for a while. Okay. Uh, and, and so she just like, man, just fell in love with that. And I'm like, and this really gives my, my wife value. It gives me value. And so let's start looking at a place that's closer to home, which we're from. Like I'm from Alta, Iowa. My sure. wife is from Salone, Iowa. You mm-hmm. know, so that's only an hour, 20 minutes here from Norfolk. Um, my, I have brothers in Omaha and in, uh, and my dad's in Sioux Falls. My mom's in Alta. Like it, yeah. it's all within two to two and a half hours is all of our family and we have seen them a lot already which has been just great perfect um but but we kind of had those those kind of parameters of okay we need to find another job we want to be closer to home we want to be able to invest time into our business and uh we want to have a little bit even a little bit more family time and free time because we were just working a lot at, at the other church which was it was great and it was fun and it was healthy but it was just, it was a lot of work. And yeah. so um, we, we wanted those three things because we value family. And, and then we met uh, Pastor Caleb here at First Baptist, fell in love with that guy and just said, okay, let's, let's jump into to this. And, and now we're here. Yeah, so. no, that's great. I, um, uh, both of my kids were born in, in North Platte, Nebraska, when we were on staff at okay. First Baptist Church there. And, and we experienced some of those same things, um, all of our families and, Arkansas and Missouri, and it was difficult. We we didn't see them very much. So, yeah. So it's good that you were able to to find a way to to make all those things touch and, and work for you guys. Yeah, yeah. I think God was really in our prayers and in that um, as we were striving to figure that out, and and He answered them, and so we're just grateful. Yeah, that's great. So tell us when you're not working at the church. Uh, what are some of the things that you guys are into? Do you have any passions or hobbies or interests? Yeah, so primarily it, it is the, you know, like as as remodeling homes is, is kind of a, it's a business, but it is also our hobby. Okay. I mean, we just love to do that. Uh, and we do that as a family. And, and then just obviously just doing doing family events and going going places that are like just like corn mazes and, yeah. and art museums and then going to, uh, you know, the zoo and things like that. Like just, just getting everybody together and saying, Hey, let's, let's do these things. And, yeah. and so those, those are things that we are, we're just really big into. We used to do a lot more like outdoorsy stuff or like camping or kayaking and, and those kind of kind of fell to the wayside. But, 
Uh, we just kind of streamlined what we love and, and which is being around the people we love and, and also uh, just doing the house remodeling stuff together, yeah. um, which has its own like, you know, frustration sure. for sure. Of course. <laughs> you know, but, but it also is, is a thing that gives us life. And um, you know, as, as you are in ministry, it's sometimes hard to see the tangibles. Yeah. And being able to do something like that really allows you to be like, okay, I, I did this at least. <laughs> yeah, Here I yeah, am. Yeah. Project so, done. We can check this project off. Project is done. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes ministry, it's it's never check it off you just keep going right around. it just stays on wonder list for a long time yes yes so like i really think this needs to be an hgtv type of experience like i would watch the brian Sauter show you know like you'd have the scenes of you doing ministry at church and 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 and, and all the things that go on there and then like on the side the house stuff yeah. <laughs> that'd be a great show yeah my, basically it would consist of Brian, go do this for my wife. Me going doing it kind of begrudgingly because sometimes she asks very specific things. Yeah, but yeah. That's how it is. Well, I, keep it fun too. I think it works for Chip and Joanna Gaines. I think we need to get you guys a film crew. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's go back to to uh, First Baptist Norfolk. Um, maybe. Uh, Let's talk about what's happening there. What's the ministry context? But maybe back up a step for for those who are listening who may not know what a connections pastor is and what that role mm-hmm. looks like. So maybe start there. Tell us what a connection pastor is and and how you see it. And then what are some things that you're doing there at, at First Baptist Norfolk? Yeah. So what I see as a connections pastor, and it, it is kind of loose, really, too. Um, because and and they knew that that was going to be the case. But basically, the the fine tuned definition is helping the congregation connect with one another and connect with community that's around them. Um, and and for me, like that is one of like the purest forms of what a pastor can do. Yeah, you know, like and so a lot of time, you know, as, as I look at like Peter and as I look at uh, the, the early church, uh, they they had like, Hey, this is the gospel. This is what it is. I, I don't feel like they spent like hours and hours and hours preaching on the sermons. Um, but they did a lot of connecting. Um, mm. and so, uh, or they developed groups to do, to do the connecting as we see as, you know, right. dealing with the people who are in hung- or who are hungry. Hey, let's, let's figure out how we deal with the widows and things like that. Yes. And so essentially this is kind of what my job is, is allowing people uh, to not only connect into the the context of of our church, um, but also how to get them serving in the community as well. Um, and so, uh, what that what that essentially looks like is a lot of simulation, um, just getting people to say, "Hey, yes, I think I would be good at that." Discerning people's spiritual gifts, um, what they're good and not good at. And having those even tough conversations of being like, you know, maybe this isn't something that you're passionate about. I know you've been doing it for a while, but hmm. well, maybe you would do this instead. and Maybe you'd find more life in that. Um, and that's probably been one of the hardest things is just trying to figure out, hey, how do I take somebody out of something that they've been doing for a really long time? And and it can and a lot of times they kind of already acknowledge like, hey, I'm not really you know, passionate about this, but somebody has got to do it. I'm like, well, let me find somebody to do that then, yeah. you know, besides you having to do it, you know, because it just seems like you're just begrudgingly doing this and that's not giving you life or nor is it helping you be the church, you know? And so, um, but yeah, so in context, uh, for, for first Baptist, first Baptist, we average around, 
I would say it's like 75 to 80 adults, and then we have another 15 to 20 kids. And so, you know, around 100 something um, every, um, essentially every every Sunday. And um, so that's kind of the, you know, our demographic, our demographic's a little older. Um, we do have about six. Uh, younger couples who, right. who are apart and who are who are really jumping in now um they're just feeling the fire of like hey we let's 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 do this let's let's run into this community let's uh, revitalize what's happening here and and let's let's reach people and that's been really exciting to be a part of um with that um uh the the, the church on itself, we do have a worship guy who's part-time and a part-time administrator assistant, um, and then senior pastor Caleb um, and myself. Uh, so we're kind of ran like a lot of different other other churches. Uh, you know, we have the we have the the, the trustees and the advisories sure. and the deacons and and, and but we all, well, one specific thing that I don't know if other churches have, but we have we have two different separate teams and one is children's and family team. And the other one is missions and outreach team. And those are the ones that I primarily oversee. Okay. Um, and so children's and family, you know, obviously it's all children's and all family, but, but basically connecting those two realms together. Um, Cause a lot of times it's easy just to say, Hey, here's this children's program, drop your kid off. Okay. But also how do we come alongside the family and allow them to be, uh, to to know that hey yeah we're taking care of your kid and giving giving them spiritual formation but that's also your job at home too right um, but and also moving into our missions and outreach uh, a lot of time uh, when I first came here we had a lot of funds allocated to outside our community um, and, and not a lot of, of funds allocated to inside our community and so we we said hey let's designate what percentage of money is going to go into outside and what percentage of money is going to go to inside right. which has allowed us to develop a lot more um, events essentially to get our congregation serving in in norfolk and surrounding areas and so that has just been a really cool shift for us yeah. um and so just to clarify a... though on that you're, you're not talking about like inside the church building outside the church building what you're talking about is is mission monies that have been going outside of the community of norfolk versus yep. monies you're using now to reach out to the city itself Right, right, okay. right. And so, you know, we've been doing uh, essentially some, uh, we did free backpacks and pancakes for for this kind of a, oh, it's not really a down and out apartment building, but it, it's poor, uh, you know, uh, demographic um, in that apartment building. We've been reaching out to the Gospel Mission and, and doing every other month over at the Gospel Mission here at Norfolk, um, you know, and then also just providing uh, more money honestly, just more money for people who need it, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, and we do have another fund that deals with that, but people who are kind of specifically on our hearts, who, who just, we have a relationship with and say, Hey, I think you need some more help here and just being able to bless them. And also even with the flood and the flood relief, being able to bless those families right. um, who just had damages to their farms or places or loss of cattle. And so we've been able to really just push it into there as well. And so, which has been really great. Yeah. So, and then also one of the things that has made this a, uh, a possibility for, for the church is over the beginning of this year and the end of last year, they did a big stewardship campaign and they paid yeah. off a, uh, a large debt of a building construction debt. And, and that's now gone as well. 
Right. Yeah, we have a lot of great things that, you know, we just look at ourselves like, man, we're set up so well right. to just say, let's move forward. That's you know, great. and and that was a, that was one of the beautiful things is that like they did that in 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 three weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they had over I want to say I can't remember it was one hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand yeah. dollars. They just said, hey, let's just get rid of this so we can so we can really just push forward in helping the community and not have to have this looming over us, yeah. um, which allowed me. Uh, well, uh, at first, uh, my position was only going to be locked in at about two years. They said, Hey, we can, we could pay you for this. You know, um, actually my position is, is donated from some, some people in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the church body really only pays about a third of, of my position. Okay. Um, and, but you know, so these people not only paid off this debt, but they also had other people who said, Hey, Caleb, we see your vision. We want, we want you to have more staff because that was one thing that he's been kind of pleading for and said let let us step up and so that's one thing that i've seen more than anything is this church is a very generous church Hmm. you know when when you need something they will show up whether it is a backpack or financial giving um they'll say yep this is this is a this is something that is good and and they'll jump on board uh with with that and so that's just encouraging uh, to to know that that's great well, what is uh, what are some things that are coming up for you guys then? What's what are what's next for the church or for your family? I know we're entering into the some of the busiest times for churches, um, harvest fests and Thanksgiving things and Christmas, so and Advent. So what what's next for you guys? Yeah, so um, you know, like this Thursday, we're jumping into the the, the, the gospel missioning it. Uh, yep. here in town we are doing a, a, a harvest festival here coming up on sunday uh which originally was just trunk or treat and we said hey let's let's just do more than just have candy and yeah. so we had a, a young a young lady who's part of our missions team said hey can i can i take a reins on a different part of this ministry and and she's gonna kill it like she's gonna create a mini maze she's gonna do a photo booth you know we're bringing in a professional photographer to do a photo booth for us um, we're doing hot dogs you know free food and and a bonfire for families and it's just just a bunch of different little things that we'll just create a uh, actually a a festival and not just a come and go uh, okay. type of thing uh, to really connect with uh, having relationships with people besides here's this here's this thing you know mm-hmm. because that's the that's the one thing when we have to when we think through any type of event that we do we have to say okay how do we how to a how do we follow up and and b how do we in some small way say hey we actually care about you not only in action but also in word right you know um because a, a lot of times in action people will feel that but when you can actually like say hey i know you by name mm. and you know me by name right um, it, it, it creates a more of a synergy between those two people and and they're honestly they're just more inept to to jump into a church building whether it's ours or someone else's the social media campaign the web presence of the church has increased dramatically um can can you can you talk to us a little bit about what that's like what one of the questions we get a lot is you know how do we develop an intentional campaign on the internet you know or social media or communications you know so how have you gone about that right yeah so 
um it's it's taken years to actually kind of like become a good graphic person Mm -hmm. you know and so i just have a lot of friends uh that just like that breathed into me with that um but i i came from a really just uh, successful, healthy church. You know, it was a church of over 1,200. You know, we had some people who just did social media things and such just impeccably um, and just kind of learning from them to, to, to say, hey, this is how we do those types of things. Um, but the one big thing is is clarity and, and, and don't try to over-communicate because if you over-communicate, you essentially kill your own message. Okay. Um, and that, that's, that's kind of a big deal because a lot of people will post something and they'll post it in a sense of like desperation besides expectation. And, and so they'll post it and then they'll share it. And then they'll like, just like keep putting different little comments on there. Hey, show up. Hey, we would, you know, but anytime you come off desperate to somebody, you've already put up a guard for them, mm. you know, to them, Yeah. you know, but if you just say, hey, we'd love for you to be a part of this, you know, there's no there's there's no uh, uh, um, restriction or requirement for you to come, you know, just come and enjoy a time. Uh, it's a family friendly type of event or, or whatever you do. Um, uh, just just do it that way, um, because it's so easy to say, hey, I'm going to put every single event that I want on our homepage because that's what everybody's going to go to. Right. They're going to go to our homepage. Right. You know. Well, but there's also other things on your homepage that you want to get on there. Right. Um, and yes. so originally, originally what happened is, is I put on, uh, I created a, an initial website and we, so we did that. We, we put on a bunch of different events and, and things like that. And eventually it just got cluttered. Um, mm, and it was still yeah. an okay looking webs- website, but it was just cluttered with, with stuff. And, and especially if you're trying to get like a volunteer or even another staff person to, to build in the upcoming events, then the consistency is, is all wrong. And, and that's a big one too, is, is get, uh, essentially a color palette. Um, and, um, it's, it's a color palette. And then also just like a consistent design that you fall back to. So when people see that, they say that is this church. Okay. And that's their, and that's their style. Yeah. Um, it's so easy to just fall into. Hey, that just looks cool. Besides just saying, "Hey, but how does that speak about us?" You know, in in some small way. Okay. Um, another intentional thing when when we when we think of design and we think of um, any type of marketing, uh, we we changed our mission statement the first month I was here, um, away from like this giant paragraph to just helping people find and follow Jesus. That's it. Yeah. And it's clean. It's clear. It's repeatable. um, And that needs to be the first thing that people see. And basically what you want to do for your web pages and your Facebook things is you post what you value. um, And, and people see that and acknowledge that. So if I'm posting a goofy photo with a bunch of kids, well, then I'm, I'm saying, Hey, I value being goofy with kids. And so does our church, you know? Um, But but how in every way can we push that, push our model of how do we help people find and follow Jesus in every way um, possible? And I, I can go on a huge other tangent with that, but but I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up there. Post what you value, be clean, be clear, don't overcomplicate things. Yeah. Um, you know, basically stick to uh, your event name, your date, and your like website to push them to, mm-hmm. you know, if you yeah. need that, or email to push them to. Once you start putting like, oh, and location if needed, 
but you could usually just put your church, people can Google that. Don't try to put every little thing that you're doing because people won't read it. Right. It right. just won't happen. It's interesting. I was just in a church this last weekend, and they had on a dry erase board. Clearly, they're, they're, they're planning through some vision stuff and 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 campaigning and you know a presence on the internet and these sort of things but somebody had had written this quote they said um if your mission statement can't be said in a single sentence it's no longer a mission it's a fiasco <laughs> and so i appreciate you taking these long-winded mission things and turn it into just a a couple of simple statements that that really capture everything that first baptist norfolk's about right yeah yeah. Well, very good. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. If if some of our listeners had uh, some questions about maybe how to do some of this um, uh, communications type things, or if they wanted to know more information about First Baptist Norfolk, or even just get to know you a little better, are there ways that they could connect with you? Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm pretty much a text guy. So just just text me or call me. Um, at 712-577-7901 um, or briansodder25 at gmail.com. You know, those are the best ways to get a hold of me. Uh, or you could just jump on our Facebook thing, First Baptist Norfolk, um, or jump on our website and get my email there as well. So I'd love to hear from you guys. All right. Well, it's been great having Brian Sodder on our uh, podcast today, and I hope you have a great afternoon. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, thank you so much. This has been great. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to Mission in 5 podcast. Keep tuning in as we introduce you to the ministry practitioners engaging with God's mission through the local church in Nebraska and the larger American Baptist community. Check out the show notes for links and contact information for Brian Sauter. And there you'll also find information on the First Baptist Church of Norfolk, Nebraska and some of their events. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you like to stream your podcasts. We like to use Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Whatever platform you use, be sure to rate and review us so we know how you're enjoying the show. Send us ideas on who you'd like us to interview for future episodes. And feel free to support us by giving through the PayPal link on our abcnebraska.com website. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.